Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit Podcast. I hope that you had a happy and safe 4th of July if you celebrated that here in the States. Happy birthday to America this past weekend. Actually, Monday, we celebrated America's birthday. And so we had a weekend full of family, friends, fireworks. We were out on the lake, swimming, doing all of those fun things. And so funny because I think in other parts of the country, they call it boating. Like you go out on the lake, but you call it boating. We don't call it that here. Well, I don't, at least. We don't call it that where I'm from. We just say we're going out on the lake. So if you say I'm going out on the lake, you're typically going to be on a boat or a jet ski. We're going to swim. We're going to ride around, whatever it is. So if you were boating, barbecuing, whatever it was you did this weekend to celebrate the 4th of July, I hope that you had a happy and fun and safe holiday weekend. And today we're talking about a topic that is super important and I think affects almost every single mom on the planet. But before we get started, I have a very important question to ask you. Have you entered into the one-year birthday celebration giveaway? If you haven't heard, I'm giving one lucky listener a $50 Amazon gift card and all you have to do is two things. Number one, you leave a review for the show, and then you send me a screenshot of that two DMs on Instagram at Her Pursuit Podcast. So leave a review, send me a screenshot of that, and then you take a screenshot as you're listening and tag me in stories. Tag the show at Her Pursuit Podcast. Doing both of those things gets you entered into the drawing for the $50 Amazon gift card. Your odds are pretty high because I'm not promoting this on socials, not telling the gram. This isn't for a random follower here or there. This is for you as a loyal listener of the show. If you've been here for a while and you've already left a review, you can just send me a screenshot of that in DMs and that gets you entered as well as long as you also tag the show. So you have to tag the show in stories. And look, I've already shared this in the one-year celebration episode, which if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. But the reason that I ask you to do this, the reason I ask you to tag me in your stories is because I am just one person. I am one mom trying to spread this message and I can't do it alone. I need your help. I need you to help me. Like I, I truly honestly do because you have mom friends and you have mom friends who also want and need to hear these messages, these these episodes that I share each week. And so when you share to your stories that you're listening, it helps others discover the show as well. And so if you missed that one year episode, go back, listen to that because in it, I share all that the show has accomplished really that you have partnered with me and helping me accomplish. It is truly mind-blowing. And as I said then, praise God and thank you as a listener, because without you, this show, it would not be growing in the way that it is. There are moms all over the world listening every single week. So get entered into that giveaway. I would love for you to be able to get something for yourself from Amazon. And if you have any questions, if you're having trouble, shoot me a DM, send me an email. We'll get it figured out. I want you to get entered in to win this $50 Amazon gift card. Good luck. Oh, I need to tell you, very, very important. It does end. The giveaway does end. That would be important to know. It ends Friday at midnight. So your last chance to get entered is today, tomorrow, tomorrow night. It is ending. So if you have not left a review, do that now. Take a screenshot, send it to me in DMs, and then screenshot as you're listening right now. You're already listening. You already have the podcast pulled up. You're listening right now. Take a screenshot of your phone. Tag me on Instagram stories at Her Pursuit Podcast. You have until midnight Friday to get entered into the giveaway. I'm so excited for you. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Okay. So today's topic is one that almost every single mom on the planet can relate to. We're talking about finding our identity after we become mom. 
at any point postpartum, did you feel like you were having an identity crisis? Like, who am I now? I don't recognize myself. I'm not the same person. I don't know who I am, what I like. I feel like I'm looking at a stranger in the mirror. I did. I don't know if you did, but I did. And I've shared about that in parts of my story earlier on in the podcast and then my full story in episodes 61 and 62. So get cozy if you're having some alone time right now or pop in your headphones if you're on the go. And let's dive into this very important topic on finding ourselves again after becoming mama. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. So back in May, I had the privilege to speak at the Entering Motherhood Festival, which was an in-person event in Greenville, South Carolina. And one thing that each of the speakers hit on was this topic of identity and the loss of said identity after becoming a mom. So I know that so many moms have this struggle in common, including me. We find ourselves asking, who am I now that I'm a mom? Like, what do I like? Who is this person looking back at me? And I'm going to go ahead and preface this by saying we're going to approach this from a different angle today. I want to talk about a couple questions that you can ask and ideas to explore that are relevant to every single mom listening. And then I want us to zone in on a few spiritual reminders at the end because I think that the world tries to convince us of so many things that we should place our identity in right? Like, do you ever feel that way? The world is always trying to convince you that your identity should be found in this or, you know, identity should be found in this. For example, the kind of mom that you are, your feeding style, your sleep method, your parenting method, the the clothes that you wear, the cars you drive, anything outside of Christ, the world tries to say your identity should be found here. Your identity should be found there. And this really matters. And this is who you are. You know, so I want us to look at this from a lens of faith, As a Christian mom, what does God say about who you are? Because at the end of the day, his word is true. Your identity in him is what should ultimately ground you. So how can he be our anchor? How do we find ourselves in him? So a question I get sometimes is, where do I start? I look in the mirror and the person person looking back at me, she's unrecognizable. I don't know who she is. I'm a stranger in my own skin. I just don't know who I am. I just, I don't know who I am. It feels like an identity crisis. And first of all, you aren't alone. You are not alone. You are not the only one feeling this way, okay? So many of us struggle with this feeling. Not many are gonna admit it. Not many are talking about it. It's not highly shared on socials or anything else. But 
so many moms struggle with this, whether or not they're, they admit it, whether or not they are talking about it. I actually read an article. It was stating that a postpartum plan can help with the loss of identity. And so I'm reading through and every single point made in the article, I did it. I tried it. I planned for it. And I still fell victim to not only postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, but also losing myself and my identity in this transition into motherhood. So if you've been feeling like, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? What happened? Like, I just, I don't even know what happened. It felt like a whirlwind. I don't know how I got here. You're not alone in that. And I will be the first to tell you that I dealt with this exact same thing. So let's unpack this a little bit. After the one year mark for me, I had not only started medication and Christian counseling, Again, my full episode, you can listen to that in episodes 61 and 62, but I also, I started to feel like I was finally getting into this rhythm with the whole mom life thing. Like I was finally able to get myself and the baby dressed and get out the door and go grocery shopping. And I would try little things like this to not overwhelm me. And it was also at that point that I started trying to find my way back to myself, you know, because I didn't recognize me. I literally physically did not recognize myself. I'd gained probably 20, 30 pounds during pregnancy, lost maybe half of it. And then the other half, it just stuck. Like breastfeeding didn't make it melt away. It wasn't going anywhere. So I physically did not recognize myself. And and that's frustrating, right? Like that is frustrating. And I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I cared about. I I didn't know what lit me up, what sparked any interest. To be honest, it didn't feel like anything sparked my interest. When if you would have asked me, what what do you like? What do you enjoy? I would have said to you, nothing. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like passionate about anything. And part of that is was for me the postpartum depression, that withdrawn, just not caring. And so it took some (laughs) deep digging and some work to figure it out because I couldn't remember the last time I'd done anything for myself or anything that I enjoyed. So getting to know myself again, it it was an awkward process just starting out. But then I kind of felt like this caterpillar, which is kind of cheesy, but I built this cocoon and I stayed there for a while and I'm figuring it out and I'm taking a deep dive and I'm just like internally learning who I am again. And then eventually I came out as this beautiful butterfly. And so I just want to encourage you that, yeah, I know that's cheesy, but if you think about that as you're starting this journey yourself, it is possible for you to come out on the other side, you know, of this transition in this like new life almost, but it does require some effort on your part and it it requires attention to yourself, which can be uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable to turn inward and to look at ourselves. Because as I've shared many times, and I'll continue to share it, I I didn't like the person that I saw in the mirror, to be honest. I didn't like the way she felt. I didn't like the way she acted. I didn't like the way she thought. I didn't like the way she looked. I didn't, I did not like much about myself at a certain point in time. And so it's hard to face yourself in the mirror, but that's the first step of creating that real change and the first step of finding your way back to yourself. So here are some questions that you can explore as you dive into this process. You can grab a journal or scratch paper and pen, you know, not not right now, maybe, maybe not. But, you know, if you have time right now, go for it, but just come back to it and 
just write. When you think through these prompts, just start writing. Do not hold back. Just let it all go. Let it all flow. Write it all down. You can burn the paper. You can shred the paper. Whatever you want to do with it when you're done. If you want to, if you're like, okay, wait, I would never want anybody to read this ever, ever in my life. Get rid of it. Destroy it. I've definitely done that before. So full permission there. So here are some things to get you started. What did you lose? What have you lost in this transition of, you know, your name, pre-pregnancy, pre-baby, in this transition into pregnancy, delivery, and now you're a mom, what have you lost? We have to be honest if we want to heal from it, if we want to process through it, and if we want to move forward. And obviously, I advocate for therapy here. If you feel like you need more help, if you feel like this is too heavy, it's too much much to unpack and think through, it just feels too big, ask for help. That's what they're that's what they get paid for. It's what they're trained for. It's what they know how to do. There's no shame in seeking out help through counseling and therapy. So, what have you lost? You've lost a lot. We have to acknowledge that. We cannot continue to try to live our lives as the mom, like the person that we were before we had a baby. You're not the same. You are not the same. And I've said this before as well. You know, a baby's not the only thing born in the delivery room. Like you're born as well. Like you have this rebirth. You come out on the other side different, changed. A lot of you is still the same, but a lot of you is totally different and completely different. And so we have to acknowledge that there is a great loss I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you, maybe you do, maybe you don't feel negatively about it and about the transition in this new season, but we have to acknowledge what was lost because whether we want to face it or not, we have, you know, lost a lot. You've lost your time. You've lost some freedom. You've lost the ability to just move through your day at your own pace or, you know, with only yourself in mind. That is not possible anymore. We have like this ingrained thing that now we are consumed with our baby's survival, his or her existence and her well-being and her health and everything. Everything consumes your mind. I don't have to over explain that to you. You get it. And so there is a loss that we have to acknowledge. Write through that, think through that, journal through that and just let it flow out. If you feel angry about that, be honest. If you feel heartbroken over that, be honest. If you feel nothing, be honest. If you feel sad, whatever it is, just write through it and think through it and list out the things that you've lost, okay? Acknowledge that in yourself. The second thing is, what have you gained? So it may feel like, (laughs) this is not funny, but I'm laughing, Because it comes from a point of like honesty, being like gut level honest and truth of where I thought that I was and like my mindset on everything. You're you're part of your journaling where you're writing through what you lost. You may just like burn through that. And it's like, this is what I lost. This is what I lost. This is what I don't have anymore. This is what I can't do. I can't do this anymore. And it's not fair. And this is what is overwhelming me. And all of these things. And you might have pages of writing for what you've lost. And then you've like turned over to start with what you've gained. What are the positive things? And it may be like, 
my baby loves me unconditionally, or she's so cute, she's precious, I love her more than anything else in the world, this love and this bond is like what I've never known. It That may be something that you write, but it may just be like a couple things. You know, and maybe you don't feel that way. That's That's fine too. But what have you gained? And it's okay if this is, if you feel like this list is a lot shorter. Because if I'm honest, for me, that's what it felt like at the time. I, I couldn't see it. I didn't, I couldn't really understand because I was so overwhelmed with what I'd lost, the loss of identity, that I couldn't see what I'd gained in my life and in motherhood. Okay, so right through one thing at least that you've gained that is beautiful, that is positive in motherhood. And maybe you come up with a lot of things. That is awesome. But it's okay if you don't. Okay. And then the last thing is what did you enjoy before pregnancy? What did you enjoy before you were a mom? Because right now you might not feel like you can identify with anything because you might not feel like you have the the energy or the capacity. Like even if I loved painting before baby, well, I don't have time to paint right now. And it feels exhausting to think about sitting down to paint right now. So I'm really not sure if I even enjoy that anymore. Well, just write it down. Just write down what you enjoyed before pregnancy and then think about how you can modify that activity and still do one of those things, maybe two of those things in a different way now that you have a baby, now that you're a mom. Look at it a different way if that keeps you stuck, if you can't get past that. What interests you? And it may be completely different than pre-baby. It may be the exact same. But only you can figure that out. Only you can take the time to explore what you enjoy now. Because there is something, there is something that you enjoy, that you're passionate about, that will light you up when you figure it out, when you discover it, and when you discover how to integrate it now into your mom life. Because God created you uniquely and individually, and he has given you passions. He's given you these desires of your heart all of these things that make you who you are. And so we just have to kind of uncover them. It's going to look a little bit different. It has to be modified. What is it that you enjoy? Try something new. Try new things because you don't know unless you try it. I like things now in my 30s that I would have never enjoyed in my 20s. So just kind of think of this whole process as like almost like this blank canvas, this clean slate of okay, I am different now. I am changed. And I want to get to know who this girl is. Who is she? And I want to love her. And I want to know her. And I want to honor her. And I want to encourage her. I've shared this before as well. I'm like giving all these little nuggets today. But be your own best friend. I, I had to do that. I made the decision in my mind that no one, it wasn't even the decision, honestly. It was it was a, the realization that nobody was coming to save me. Nobody was coming to do this for me. Nobody was coming to do the work for me. Nobody was going to come and just make life better and make me, you know, reconnect with myself. And, and I wasn't going to just magically figure out who I was. I had to intentionally decide I have to do this for not only myself, it is for myself, but ultimately it is so that I can be a better wife and a better mom. And I just feel more connected to Kaysen and who Kaysen is. And so that kind of leads me into the next part of this, which is our identity in Christ. Because like I said in the beginning, 
this is the ultimate anchor for my soul, for my core, for my identity, who I am. And I know as a Christian mama, you know that's true for you too. Maybe you feel like you've strayed or you've just been too overwhelmed to think about it. Maybe you've lost sight of who God says you are. Maybe you don't believe it. Maybe motherhood has caused what you once knew as an absolute truth to sound a little foggy and unfamiliar and distant. So let's spend a few minutes just reminding ourselves about what scripture says about you, because there are so many labels that you get to walk out as a Christian mama. Freedom is one of them. I released a short prayer on Monday all about freedom in Christ. You are chosen. You are loved. You're forgiven. You are seen. You are heard. You are known. You're set apart. You're holy. You are beautiful. When is the last time you believed you were beautiful? Whether or not somebody else told you you were beautiful, when's the last time you believed it, that it was true? You have access to peace, to joy, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. You can love, you can forgive, and on and on. So let's unpack for the next few minutes these truths, which absolutely have to be the center of your identity as a Christian woman, okay? And how I want you to utilize this next portion is just write down these verses or come back to this part of this episode and journal through these things. I want you to think about, do I believe this is true? Like, first of all, what does God say about me and my identity in him? And do I believe that it's true? And then explore that a little bit. Ask questions. Why? Why not? What is evidence that this is true in my life? What am I What am I choosing to see as reasons that it's not true? And are those things true? Like just dig and dig and dig, okay? This is how we find our way back to ourselves and ultimately back to God. Because I don't know about you, but it is really hard for me postpartum. I've been a Christian since I was in eighth grade. I, you know, received salvation and chose to become a Christian and follow Jesus and try to figure out what that meant to the best of my ability at that age. And I've really learned and grown and matured in my faith since then. And I can tell you that all three times postpartum, it was a really dark, lonely place where I almost felt like that. I just felt disconnected. I felt disconnected from God. I felt disconnected from my faith. I just, I felt like he wasn't there. I couldn't hear him. And you know, there's a baby crying and there are hormones and there are all sorts of things. You are, you're busy, you're consumed. And so it's really hard in those first few days, weeks, and months to have what I think we regularly think of as like this relationship. And so even integrating that into the early postpartum days it was just hard. It's not the first thing that was on my mind, to be honest. And so it took me a while to kind of come back around and come out of this fog like, okay, God, like, I know that I've been absent. I felt absent. I I recognize that you haven't gone anywhere, but it feels like that I've been far off. And, you know, I'm really sorry for that, but I'm ready to dive back in. I'm ready to dig, dig back in and get back into the word. And, you know, I would try my best to kind of read and and pray and all of those things. And it's just, it's hard. It is hard. It's hard to take on the mindset and, and know and trust even when, when you don't feel it. So like faith has become more than a feeling for me. And I think that that's what it has to become for us 
in general for everybody in every season, but especially when we're we're figuring out who we are and we feel like we're in this place where we don't recognize ourselves and we probably don't believe that these things are true at our core. We don't believe them about ourselves. And so I was telling my sister-in-law the other day, I was like, you know, I don't know that I necessarily believed that God loved me because I didn't love myself. And that's the truth of it. And so sister, he, we may not love ourselves. We may not see ourselves as he sees us, but he sees us in these ways. These things we're about to go through. The things that scripture says about who you are. Okay. So explore, dive into these a little more whenever you have the time. I'm chosen. First Peter 2, 9. I'm valuable. First Corinthians 6, 20. It says, you were bought at a price. You are valuable. You are worth more than rubies. Proverbs 31, 10. You have worth. There, there are so many verses that talk about our worth. There are so many verses that talk about our value. You are set free. Romans 6, 18. You are precious. Isaiah 43, 4. You are loved. 1 John 4, 19. You are victorious and more than a conqueror. Romans 8.37. And this is the thing with these verses. It's like I had to choose to believe that these things were truth because Cason did not feel them. Cason did not see them, you know, see evidence of them as truth. I didn't believe it. And I'm telling you that if you're struggling with identity, you probably don't believe it either. And that's okay. It's okay. I think as a Christian woman, it's very easy to fall into like the guilt and the shame. Like you should feel this. You should believe this. You should know this. But God is not saying those things about us. He's not saying, well, you should know this and you should have done that. And you you should believe this. And what's wrong with you? None of that is in the Bible. He never says, and Jesus never said any of those things to anybody. And so You almost have to like choose and repeat these things over and over and over. And I'm telling you, this is a process. It takes consistency day in and day out. And your mind will eventually change. It will eventually shift to believe these truths about who you actually are. And when when you feel that shift and when you sense it and you're like, I actually do believe that I'm free. I actually do believe that. I'm courageous. I do believe that I'm chosen. I do believe that I'm forgiven. I do believe I have a gift. I do believe that I have value. I do believe I have worth. I believe that I'm loved. And you live like it. And that is life-changing. That will absolutely change your life. And the only thing that you have to do, this is the only thing, the only thing you have to do is repeat these truths to yourself Every single day, day in and day out. And when the thoughts come up of, I'm not this or I'm not that, or yeah, but, you squash it right then. You stop it, you squash it, and you take the thought captive and you replace it with truth, with a verse that shows yourself and your mind and your brain that this is actually the truth. And this is what I'm going to choose to believe, even though I don't feel it right now. (laughs) I still don't feel it some days. But even when you don't feel it, even when you can't see it, you don't see evidence of it. It doesn't seem like that's the truth. 
Is that really true? Is that really what God says about me? Is that really how he feels about me? Is that really how he sees me? It is. And we have to choose it every single day, even when we don't feel it, even when it doesn't appear like that is what is, because it is. Okay, I feel like that I'm getting kind of confusing and I don't want to complicate any of this, but I just want you to know that finding your way back to yourself, reclaiming your identity and deciding to live as Christ, who Jesus says you are, who God says you are, deciding to live that way is just as simple as a mindset shift. And I didn't say that it's easy. I just said that it's simple. And the only thing that you have to do is repetitively repeat these truths. There's scripture that says, bind them on your heart always. Tie them around your neck. So wear them as a necklace. These promises, these declarations, these words, they are as the necklace that you get to wear every single day. Okay? There is... A lot of scientific information, studies that show that you literally have the power to change your brain. You, your thoughts, your words, they are so powerful. There is evidence, biblical proof of this in the Bible, scripture in James, that words are powerful. There are There's scripture that says your mind is powerful, your thoughts are powerful, and they have the power to transform. And the Holy Spirit within you We co-create with him. And I've got an episode that's coming up about that because I know that sounds woo-woo. But we partner with the Holy Spirit. We partner with God. And because it takes your conscious choice and effort, and it takes the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit to change those things together in your life. And I promise you, if you do this, you will find your way back to yourself. You'll find your way back to Christ. And ultimately, that is where we should live from that point every single day, anchored and grounded in who he says that we are. So one last piece of encouragement that I want to leave you with is that you go to scripture for yourself. Most Bibles have a, what is it called? A concordance, an index. I have mine right here. It's called, I don't know, but it's got all these words in the back. I can look up any word that I want to look up and there's a scripture reference. And of course, you have to look into the context and all of those things, but I want to challenge you to go to the word yourself and find references from scripture about who God says you are and about who he says he is, because he does not condemn you. There is so much grace. There is so much love and so much mercy. We just condemn ourselves. We we can't forgive ourselves sometimes. We don't love ourselves sometimes. And that is on us. That is not from our good God. Okay. And so I hope that these thoughts and these prompts and these things help you get started to dig in to really figure out, okay, who am I now that I'm a mom? Because I know that part of me is still me and I know that some of me has changed and how can I reconcile that and feel whole again? I think that's just what we all want is we just want to feel whole and we want to feel loved and we want to feel like we're living with purpose. And I promise you, friend, if you dig into these things and you apply them to your life, that is what you're going to find. And that is what you will live out every single day. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. Please know that I'm praying for you as you take this information and you actually apply it to your life because it does no good if it stays in your ears. It does no good if it stays here in your phone, on this podcast, on this show. You have to take it. 
You have to chew it up. You have to walk it out. You have to figure out, you know, fight through it. Figure out how to live it out every single day. I'm praying for you as you do that. If you want to join us, if you want to come into the community group, let us know that you enjoyed this episode, what you're taking away from it. I would love to hear from you in there. You can find that link below in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I pray that this blessed and encouraged you. Come back next week on Tuesday. We'll be hanging out again with a new episode. I'll see you then, friend. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.